everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode of The Drunk Riders. As always, I am Marcus. And I'm Mark. Hi, I'm Mike, and I'm here for FOMO Anonymous. <laughs> yes, sir. Like that. Yes, sir, you are. <clears throat> Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to get this real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, daddy! Uh, yes. Hey, no one spilled on their keyboard this time. We're I, improving. I, I did not. Yes. <laughs> oh my! I, my thumb got covered though. That being said, gentlemen, I am drinking Broken Tooth Brewing Company from Alaska. Oh, Fair Weather IPA. Wife brought it home for me. Oh, on her lovely trip. Uh, and yeah, yeah. Let me take a sip. Hold on. Dog, there stop hitting my arm. I'm stricken. <laughs> Ooh, that is good. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, you know, that's real good. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what are you guys drinking? So, um, yeah, we're recording on Monday. And we all know what happened today. If you're listening to this later in the week, you yes. know what happened today. Yes. So... I had to get a special beer for the shit houseery that's about to happen over the next. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> over the next two-ish hours. Yes. Had to had to had to bust out a special beer from uh, False Idol. Let's go, baby. Care, care package beer. Let's go, baby. Um. Oh, there it is. A finite spectrum of existence. That's Triple. not. That's not false idol. That's burial. <laughs> it's. It's not false idol. Oh, there's the burial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, um, you ruined the whole show. We're starting over. <laughs> I, need, I need to hear your reaction to that beer, sir. So, triple India Pale Ale, ten percent. I'm not going to read all the shit on the side, even though. I know some people like when I do that, but <laughs> what, was what was that? He's this just is very f- smooth. He went to the Mark's going to be in the sunken place here in about an he hour. Went, it's what it's kind of it. It's it's like it's kind of creamy without being creamy. What is going on? Wait. Oh, okay. Yep. yep. Phrasing. Yep. <laughs> okay. All right, gentlemen. So this week, I have a new brewery to the podcast. All the way from North Dakota. Ooh, North Dakota, yeah. North Dakota, yeah. They have breweries up there? Um, a very famous one, actually, in the world of sours. This comes from Drecker Brewing out of Fargo. And this is called Slang Du Jour, a sour a la mode. It's cranberry, raspberry, lemon, strawberry, cobbler. Let me oh. say that again. Cranberry, <clears throat> raspberry, lemon, strawberry, cobbler. It, it, it's like drinking cobbler. It's, it's delicious. It's so delicious. Bless you. Ooh. We're all drinking out-of-state beers. Decidedly out-of-state beers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, good for, look at us expanding our, our, our. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? 
would have thought we could do better than Blue Moon and Dr. Pepper Light. <laughs> Dr. Pepper 10, sir. <laughs> yeah, bastard. Put some respect on my name, sir. Uh, all what right. Do you think this is 2018? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think this was three short years ago? Oh, almost four. Oh, my boys. Almost been four years of the show. <sighs> okay. Yeah, oh, right. Cool. We're getting old. We're getting old. I mean, we're already old, but. Mm-hmm. Yep. That being said, gentlemen, today we got some shouts, got a little stumble talk, a little recap talk, the news. I'm not going to go into the news. Put in the news. Yeah, we're just gonna. <laughs> we're just gonna, <laughs> we're gonna go. let I'm that not, one roll. <laughs> we're just gonna. I'm gonna. We're gonna surprise you because you already know what we're talking about. Um, <sighs> so first things first, shouts. Um, first, th- I mean, we'll get to it in a second too. But shouts to the whole Valley Stumble crew. Get it. 34 to 36 people, I believe it was. I don't remember the exact number. Oh, I, wow. I remember 34 at a minimum were there, individual people. Mm-hmm. Um, we were unsure how many were going to show up. I think I had a general idea of at least 25 people that I knew um, wow. based off of our t- chats and discussions that they would be there, but surprised by so many different people um, that either barely talked or just joined because they either were fans of the show or they just got into back into it, whatever it is. Big shouts to the entire crew. So much fun. Uh, and we'll talk about that whole thing here at nauseam. But uh, also big shouts to um, Scott. We saw Scott this weekend. Uh, he is going to be taking part of and joining uh, an ace documentary, The Legacy of Shortscoff. It's going to be a cool one. He didn't give us any... Uh, give us any deets but he did say he was going to be part of it so a lot of work to do there's just announcement trailer literally dropped today so mm-hmm. and this is a recording on monday so um yeah a lot a lot of props to that man working on stuff here there everywhere yeah so what, he, what he wants to do so props to him and, and we definitely cannot forget about valley fair management if they do happen to be listening uh thank you so much for uh, all that you did for us this past weekend. And w- once again, we will get into it uh, as the show goes on. But thank you so much. Y'all yes. were awesome. Especially the staff on Renegade. Y'all were Oh, great. yeah, for sure. Oh, man, you guys were at yeah, We are having a good time. Uh, shout mm-hmm. out to our girl, Gabby. Happy Gabsters. birthday, Gabby. You yeah. are the best of us. Happy birthday. Love you, Gabs. Happy birthdays. Matt, um, Matt and Drew. Matt and Drew, you suck at beer pong? Yep. Angelo Giles. Put, Put a damn shirt on. A damn shirt on. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to give a special shout out this week to uh, my boys Kyrie and Keith for meeting me at the uh, Yankees game this past weekend. Nice. Or this last week. Um, had a br- few brewskis with them. Good times. Uh, catching up with the Buzz Bars crew anywhere we can. There you go. Excellent. Love it. Also, love it. Uh, our boy Joey, put your pants back on. Wait, which one? What the hell? <laughs> if you know, you know. Wait, which one? <laughs> Hold on. I mean, that could apply to both Joey's that I know. What? All right. What is roll? <laughs> well, we'll be good. All um, right. Mom, can you pick me up? I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Cool. There's stories from the stumble. Also, Jorts, put your shirt and shoes back on, Jesus please. Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, if no. you would have did that at breakfast, I would have just kicked him out of the hotel. 
Uh, I'm sorry, uh, what? (laughs) (laughs) We could spill this beat. Jorts walked out when we were after Saturday night. He walked out. I think he showered. I don't remember. uh, In shorts to the main lobby of the hotel. And then he like went outside. No, no shoes, (laughs) no shirt. Just shorts. My man's just living his best life. We're like, what are you doing? Where are you going? <laughs> yeah, why are you wearing what you're wearing? Put some damn clothes on. We're not a bunch of hippies. <laughs> That's incredible, and that makes me so happy. Um, also, I'm going to shout out all the guys who are rocking hashtag sleeves or bullshit, hashtag summer 2022, hashtag rock that shit king this weekend up at Valley Stumble. I saw you. I respect you. <laughs> They're all cute. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, so coming up, Jesus, Mike. <coughs> Speaking of missing out, don't we talk to don't we talk to Mark? <coughs> My turn to hold the FOMO. Yep, Stumblelandia. <laughs> Ooh, baby, you know what I want? Ooh, baby, it's a place called Energylandia. We are officially, as we were recording, 16 days away from my flight. Holy no, shit. 15 days away. Jesus. My, my God. I leave the 12th evening. <sighs> I get there the 13th midday. I leave so, a day after you. Oh, my yep. God. So we are just a shade of a hair over <clears throat> two weeks from leaving for Europe. So you mean I'm about... 17 days away from hitting 400. Give or take. And I maybe I got to do some calculations again. 17 days away from hitting uh, 500. Wait, shut the fuck up. I'm at 446. Yeah, uh, you're like 18 or 19 days. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Damn it, Marcus is going to pass me. I'm at 370 now, boys. <laughs> oh, man, you're going to be where I was to start the year. Uh, I'm coming for you Mark at least it's going to be a race again that's true yeah Yeah. we we battle it out again instead of being randos until Uh I have my revenge (laughs) of getting like 201 year from a Europe trip yeah Yeah. Uh, you bastard I'll be going back to Europe a year later so I'll definitely pass you that next year you'll have a little one I'll be you know able to be free (laughs) Kind of. <laughs> oh, uh, Lord. That being said, yep, Stumbleland is right around the corner. Um, and the probes, gentlemen and ladies out there, for our lovely listeners, uh, for Stumble on My Mind in Georgia and Dr. Oh, Diabolical's oh. Big Old Boogaloo and Coasting by the Ocean. No, you got to no. say the whole name L Stumble 2. Dr. Diabolical's Electric Boogaloo. There it is. <laughs> you gotta say the whole thing. I I will complete. I'll just call it El Stumble 2. El Stumble 2. That's gonna be a mouthful on a shirt. That's good. <laughs> oh, god. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck for that one. Um, Jack, you're on it. Yeah, you got it. But, now, but. Mike, the time for you to get FOMO'd is here. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Mark and I partook, partaked, partooken in Valley Stumble this last weekend. 
Literally, I was driving home 24 hours ago as of recording. That's right. <laughs> uh, we, I, I just departed from seeing your lovely face. By the way, nice modesty, by the way. You know how many people talked about you after you left the, the drop-off? Really? <laughs> <laughs> this guy, listen, Mike, this guy, as some people that don't know uh, Mark, he has an orange Mustang. He rolls up the the, the, the parking attendant drop-off because we were in a- Of course, a, they a, dropped a, me yeah. off first. Of course, the very first person. <laughs> Full load, by the way, not a single open seat. Uh, he's, he's an orange car in this row. Rolls up. Orange Mustang. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Don't be modest, Orange Mustang. <laughs> as soon as he got out, it was like, oh, man, that's a nice car, though. I was like, right? <laughs> you don't want to see what my car is because I knew I was next. Then, of course, rolled up to my little POS. I was like, well, we know who won that car battle. <laughs> yeah, bastard. But <laughs> I digress. Um, yes, we partook in Valley Stumble. And the precursor to that, of course, Forehand. and we could start right there, baby, with Corn Hub. Nobody bought a shirt. Not a single shirt was bought. <laughs> okay, the Carl most... didn't even buy a shirt. No, he did not. No, the most my out- man's Carl didn't buy the shirt that he was begging for. Yes. Well, he he did buy a couple of come and go shirts once we got to Iowa. That's true. And how's which, that any better? Which, by the way, I'm wearing a come and go shirt right now. <laughs> I mean, you better. <laughs> what oh, an incredible gosh. store name I, I remember driving through Nebraska years ago and just seeing come and goes everywhere I was like god damn it this is the best thing in the world <laughs> and that wasn't even the only one what would we see oh, <laughs> pump and munch we got to Minnesota yeah. and we saw a store called pump and munch pump and shut munch. up yes 100% pump and munch pump and munch, pump and munch. yeah pump and munch I mean no, you're not even trying to hide it. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Or someone got a business degree and just was really sheltered. Yes. That part of it too, yeah. For sure. <laughs> I mean, you are in Minnesota, so that makes Minnesota. sense. Minnesota. <laughs> so don't you know a But yeah, Corn Hub was great. We um um started off at Adventureland after getting together. Uh first night we just hung out, drank some beers, had some food. Um, played some uh, was it Jack Jack and Jackbox? Jackbox? Yeah, yeah, played some Jackbox. Hung out, like dude. That, like men, that dude. beer I had at that restaurant, which unfortunately that restaurant we were all hyped about it because it looked like some kind of like modern ish, like contemporary, like gastropub type place. The food was overwhelmingly mediocre. It was right across the street from the park. Uh, but the beer I had, I don't even remember what brewery it was from, but it was a Cherry Bomb Blonde. It was like five and a half percent or something like that, but the cherry flavor that was coming through. Excellent cherry wheat beer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. There you go. Yeah, that pizza was absolute trash. Our, their, <laughs> their pizza was supposed to be good. No, it was garbage. Hmm. So, but the next day, we ventured to Adventureland. Okay. And boy, that was a trip. It was me, Mark, Tyler. Joey, Carl. Wait, I'm forgetting. Uh, Ricky. Ricky. There it is. Not Keith. <laughs> Not Keith. I by the way, I was calling him Keith all weekend. I all week, I have no idea why. <laughs> I mean, He's not Keith. There's literally no relation. Nothing like, they at don't all. even look alike. Not even close. I just kept calling him Keith. And I just you know, I resigned myself to it and I just kept calling him Keith. 
I mean, I okay. guess he kind of has Keith energy. He's got he's got big Keith. He's got big <laughs> Keith energy. Oh no! What he do? He has so awesome scared. Keith vibes. I'm so scared. What did my brother do? Oh nothing. He just gives off that vibe sometimes. He did have some <laughs> takes. He had some takes. He did. They weren't they weren't Magnum as number one takes, but they were some takes. But Adventureland, good park. Mm-hmm. When did it start? Good. It started. All rides opened an hour after opening. Cool. Thanks a lot, uh, Palace Entertainment. Yeah. Marcus Rionitos. So, yeah, we uh, sat around for basically... We got in late, luckily, thank God. Um, but, but nobody was there, so it didn't matter. But, yeah, mm-hmm. nothing open. Ooh, big yawn, motherfucker. I didn't rode busted. the bumper cars. Rode the bumper cars. That was our first ride. And then um, we waited around, sat down in front of Monster, took some pictures, and did nothing. And I think Monster, correct me if I'm wrong, I think Monster was our first one of the day. Yeah, it was, which that is a very fun ride. Yes, Monster is phenomenal. Those who can get there, ride Monster. Mm-hmm. It's so sexy. I'm yeah, here for it. Very unique. So, yeah, it, that, that, uh, you would have hated it, Mike. Yeah, that's right. And literally, that was my first thought <laughs> while going through it. I was like, Mike would hate the shit out of this. Yep. Hang time all over that thing. Yeah, that's like, it's like one of the main focuses. Like the loop is actually shaped; it's stretched out a little bit, so you do get a lot of hang time at the oh top. Oh God, that sounds awful. Why would you like that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, it's still I'm, really fun. And, you know, even though it did have airtime, it was still pretty comfortable. Like it, the 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 lift and drop were tall enough where you avoid that thing you get on most Eurofighters where um, you get thrown forward going over the crest and then you don't have enough time to like push your upper body back. So you get stuck like hunched over when you're going through the pullout. It, it completely avoids that because it's so tall. Yeah. How tall is it? Uh, 130-ish feet. Okay. Yeah. Not enormous, but it, it's got some pop. That drop kicks. Yeah. I dropped kick some ass. So. Yeah, and, and for what's there at the park, and especially how you can walk literally right next to the ride all the way around, it feels a lot bigger than it actually is. Yes. Okay. So okay. I, I I enjoyed the park. Um, mm-hmm. what, what what did we ride next after that? We did did my body get thrown off at equilibrium next? Uh, tornado. Which awesome. nothing to write home there. It, yeah. It, was a wooden coaster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, to be honest, there's two other notes here to talk about. Number one is um, the legendary, the incredible underground. What the fuck is <laughs> underground, man? I don't even know. And I'm at this point, I'm afraid to ask. So, we didn't know either. I didn't look at a POV. I didn't look at nothing. Nope. I knew it was underground Woody. That barely counts as a credit, but it counts as a credit. And um, Bob is all you need to say. (laughs) We're looking for Bob. It was so bad, it was enjoyable. Yes. You were just laughing at how bad it was. Think of it as as like Black Diamond, but with like Walmart decorations. We have Black Diamond at home. Yes. (laughs) Hey like, Dick, remember I didn't get Black Diamond? Oh, that's oh. right. Um, Think shit, of um, <laughs> like Fire in the Hole. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Even, like, 
but 500 times shittier. <laughs> like like know, they, they have a pre-show with a single animatronic when you're waiting for the, the previous train to like check the restraints and shit. And the animatronic is so old and worn out. There's like a piece that moves the mouth. That's the only thing that moves on it. But the piece that moves the mouth is so worn out. You can hear the mechanism like clicking together. Incredible. And the speakers on the opposite side. So like you can only hear from the one side of the room. Yeah. Saying and like they, they, like they reference like Iowa corn and stuff like that. It, I was cackling the entire time. And then you get on the ride and it, it it's just, it's so poorly done. It's, it's enjoyable just because of how bad it is. There you go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, uh, after skipping the fuck out of that, after we were done, I'm saying I'm never on that again. <laughs> um, dragon slayer. Oh, <sighs> uh, did you see our comments after we wrote that? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So, so, go ahead. Adventureland figured out a way to give a roller coaster cocaine. Yes. <laughs> and sure, yes. <laughs> They've unlocked new potential here. I'm sorry, what did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> you heard me. Co- co- yes. So, okay, yeah. like... Yeah, so, like, the way they've got, like... The so they got the intense side and the less intense side, which really does not make a difference from no, what it seemed like. I, there was one video I saw; the other side was flipping more than the intense side. Yeah. So yeah, uh, but I don't know if they just have more brake fins or what. Um, but like you go to one, you go to a Six Flag park that has a free spin, and you know you're like, okay, I'll get like three or four flips throughout the ride, and each Raven turn you get three or four flips alone. Yep. I, I got... Saw, oh, go ahead. I saw one particular ride. I was. I, we were walking away. I turned around and I stopped and I counted. The one particular side I was watching, they got 12 flips. Isn't this a small model too? Yeah, it's a small model. Jeez. Yeah, I... On my first ride, I got eight. <laughs> and on my second ride, I got eight. What? And I, we think did I, got, I think I got seven or eight as well. Yeah, we, we did them in a row because the other guys like didn't get as many flips. And I was like, okay, well, maybe it's me. And yeah, 100% it was me because <laughs> I got 50 billion flips. Oh, my gosh. And like my first ride... Ready. My first ride, the cackling transcended into constant R2-D2 screams. <laughs> yes, you could hear the cackling from another planet. Like, I mean, the R2-D2 screams, I can literally picture that right now as well. <laughs> yeah, the, like, the cackles were real. I think from the whole group. I couldn't yeah. believe it. I remember counting. Like It was like one, two, three, four. Like It was that fast in a row. Mm-hmm. Going oh over the, past the Raven turn, it was intense. Yeah, I I'm pretty sure that ride broke me. Oh no! <laughs> for the next two days, like my I felt what? like I, I had a headache, like that wouldn't go away. Because normally it's like you know dehydration. Maybe I didn't eat enough food. Yeah. Nope. S- sleep, eat, drink, 
filled myself up beyond c- compare, I was still broken two days later. What? I wasn't good until until the night before Valley Fair. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I was like it threw my equilibrium off. I was I was tore up from that. It was incredible. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, it was something else. Yeah. And that was definitely the highlight of that day for sure. Mm-hmm. Um but well, we'll get to stuff later, but um yeah, that those three rides Especially Dragon Slayer. That's by far um, the best um, spinner that I've been on. Free spin. Okay. Uh, By a country mile. Because not only were G's intense, but the spinning was intense. And y'all know me. I'm not much of a guy who does spinning. (laughs) In fact, I went on it back-to-back, no less. Not just once, but back-to-back. Yeah. Is insanity. So, um, love that. I know everybody else loved the shit out of it. So, um, the, well, the fact that I think it was Tyler and Carl got one flip. What? Yeah, I don't sp- know how they managed that. Yeah. They got <laughs> the entire ride. They did one flip. I was like, maybe it's just me. Maybe I just need to suffer for everybody here. So that way everybody can get a good ride. There, there, there might've, so we think there might've been a difference between the two trains and there might've been a difference whether you started sitting forward or backward. Yeah. Okay. So. We could quite determine it because uh, we wanted to go drink, so we yeah. went and drank. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Which, and, yeah, obviously, Adventureland is. You know, we've heard it before from uh, coasters and brews. It's a really good park to just chill out, kick back with a, a beer. Uh, we saw plenty of people walking around the park. They had open containers, um, just drinking beer. Hell yeah, yeah. yeah. So. The the in the loop guys shout out to in the loop by the way they are having their free RT event in August, um, although I think the signups are already closed. But they are going to have such a good time there. It's it is the perfect park for an event like that. Yeah, just small enough, not a, a metric ton of people, but mm-hmm. enough people where it's like okay, you're having a good time, you're enjoying yourself. Go ride some rides, have a beer, go ride some more rides, have another beer, sit yeah. down, take a breather. You yeah, know. It, it won't be super expensive. So that's why I'm uh, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for them now, especially after going there. I'm like, mm-hmm. yep, I would definitely enjoy myself going back. So yeah. Yep. Hmm. That being said, that was the end of our day there. We drove up to, um, after that, we kind of just got the creds and ran um, after leaving. I think about what, two o'clock? 230-ish. Yeah, and we scooted over to... Um, tasty um, Tacos. Taste, t- speaking of, Tasty Motherfucking Tacos is delicious in Des Moines. If you've never been, go. Like yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Um, Mark, you described the tacos better than I did. Oh, yeah, dude. Well, first of all, so you walk in and the board is like the old school where you have the individual letters uh, on like the cork board kind or the plastic like board style thing. So that in itself is uh, like a little bit dated, but you know you're going to get something good there. Prices are really affordable. You could get a ton of food for pretty cheap. Um, So I think most of us started with like two things each, and then I think most of us ordered more. Um, I had four. Yeah, you did. Um, the big thing there, the, the highlight was the tacos, the flour tacos. The the flour tortillas are like, they're almost like 
puffy, almost cake-like. Um, They're so good. Yeah, super light and fluffy. They, they taste phenomenal. Okay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But yeah, I had dude. four of those. We we destroyed that before we left Des Moines. Yeah. Uh, definitely worth waiting there and just cake. Excuse me, caking it up. Um, and then eventually we scooted up to Arnold's Park. Yeah. Which I didn't look up shit for this park. <laughs> I knew the entranceway. Um, I knew like they had coasters and that was it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was on a lake, first of all. So edu- education right there, right? It's on a lake. Awesome lake. Looks great. The Great Lakes of, um, of uh, is that what they call it? Yeah, the Great Lakes of uh, Iowa. <laughs> Which is a joke in and of itself, but. But I digress. Hey, being from the Great Lakes state, yes, being from a state with a, a disgusting <laughs> lake to its north, get triggered. Okay. Yes, all right. Um, so that was uh, it. Was a cool little setting. The coasters were chill. Um, besides the um, Herschel uh, mouse, which I'm surprised we didn't die. That yeah, that thing was batshit. It it was kind of like the the mouse at. <laughs> Uh, Lakeside, um, although this one is Alan Herschel, not Myler, uh, but still, it, it was just a, a wild, wild, rambunctious thing. Uh, actually, watching the supports shift, I'm like, I don't know if this is actually safe right now. Yeah, it it did a hard, and I, I think you saw the video of that, Mike. Um, yeah, or, that thing looked uh, atrocious. Yeah, <laughs> it it rode as atrocious. I think. Oh no, I wasn't first; I was second, but. I was def. I was significantly heavier than I think it was. Was it Ricky that went first? Um, either no, Ricky didn't go first. But um, I was the biggest man in the group, and yeah, that thing was shifting for me. No, oh, no, yep. I was. I was a bit concerned because <laughs> oh, I saw that no. thing shift before I went because they let it go the whole cycle before it shifted the next cart. Yep. Um, oh, but no. I was just like. Oh no, this could be bad news. Oh gosh. <laughs> I would have been terrified. Yeah, it was uh yeah, it was it was a bit worrisome. But we wrote it. Um and we finished up the creds there. Uh and then we did the dumbest we, thing we could we, have possibly did. Well we did get to ride the kitty cred because uh Carl emailed the the park beforehand and they're like, Yeah, we got no problem. Just let us know when you get here. Wait, so. he actually emailed the park? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they, they said they typically have no problem. Um, like if you just walk up and try and ride it, they won't let you. But if you email them ahead of time, they won't have any problem. Yep. Um, just so you can get your plus one. What an incredible specimen. Yeah. Yes, yes. They, and they didn't care at all. They were, they were just mm-hmm. happy to do it because there wasn't many people there. Well-staffed park. Everybody was there. Their exchange program was working very well for them. Mm-hmm. So every single booth was filled. Everything, even though there's probably more uh, people um, working than actual people there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, what's a Thursday in the middle of yeah. summer where it was super hot. Yep, everybody's wanted to be on a lake. So yeah, people weren't off uh, work yet to go up to the resort area, which it is a resort area. That's the part that I didn't know. Um, I had heard about the lake that it's on, Lake Okaboji, uh, but I I didn't realize this is actually where the park was at, um, and I didn't realize it was a big resort area. So lots of people with 
with money, go up there and spend the weekend. It it's kind of like Michigan's up north, like Traverse City and Petoskey and uh, Mackinac Island and stuff like that. Uh, they're equivalent in Iowa. So lots of people with money, people that can afford a boat, <laughs> go up there from like Des Moines or uh, from anywhere in the surrounding area, down from Minneapolis, just to enjoy their weekend. So lots of money in the area, and because of that, uh, you can tell the park is very well kept. Um, all the rides are well-maintained. You can tell, even though they're vintage, uh, the park opened in like the 1890s, I think. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's really cool to see that they're able to take such good care of the rides and like you still that vintage feel, but at the same time, it's kind of bougie. It's kind of swanky. Yep. And, and after we, so after we left, um, we had, uh, the best barbecue, uh, in the United States. Uh, what was that place called? I completely forget. Oh, shoot. What was it called? If you want me to resign, just ask me. <laughs> stinky Stinky Pete's or something like yeah, that? Yeah, Smoky, Smoky Pete's, Smoky John's. I forget. Um, so for some reason, Mark and company decided to get the child's portions. Well, no, no, hold, hold no, 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 you oh, let me, no. This is, let me talk time. This is let me talk time. So they I get got my, the, re- no, I no, get no, my no. rebuttal. You button. get rebuttal for three seconds and that's it. <laughs> Suck my, they got, <laughs> they got child portions. <laughs> they got the kitties. They order from the kitty menu. I'm an adult. Actually, no. <laughs> I'm a, a whole lot of them. I'm an adult. So I ordered a half rack of ribs, you know? Okay. You know, Ricky decided to be a whole chungus. <laughs> and ordered a whole rack of ribs. The the four of them done eating in about five and a half minutes. Me and Ricky over here destroying some ribs, <laughs> just completely, ugh, murdering these ribs. So good, by the way. Fell off the bone. Light nibble. Just ugh, it was great. No sauce needed. Just cooked perfectly. Um. And I enjoyed every single second of it. So go ahead with your quick rebuttal. So <laughs> on their menu, they had a full rack, a half rack, a sampler, and morsels. They called them morsels. Uh, morsels was more or less just an appetizer. Most of us got a sampler because the waitress was like, oh, yeah, you get about five ribs. They're nice and thick and meaty. So we're thinking, okay, we're getting pretty big ribs. We know what your average rib looks like. Phrasing. <laughs> so... Um, that's what we ordered. Question. Um, it sounds like it was ribbed for your pleasure. Is that correct? Yep. Yes. Tremendous. Uh, move on, please. So she brings out our plates of our samplers and they each have four ribs on them. Actually, it was more like three and a half ribs. Um, the two big ribs were relatively small. We got a third one that was a little bit smaller, and then the fourth one was like that end rib that's like a half size. Oh, that bastard. Yep. So we're like, okay, we're getting skimped here. Like you said these were like big meaty ribs. This is not what we expected. So yeah, I was not even filled up. But actually later on, um, we were all looking for a bathroom before we got in the car and drove some more. But oh, uh, no. I stopped into an ice cream parlor and got like a, a double scoop ice cream to fill me up. <laughs> Did those ribs run right through you? No, they didn't. It's just they didn't fill me up at all. Okay. 
Interesting. Yeah. I felt good. Okay. <laughs> also, that absolutely is 100% my brother. And yeah. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> I love I it. I saw that picture. I was like, my man got a full rack of ribs. <laughs> I'm going to keep you guys there an extra 32 minutes. Yep. Uh, pretty much. That's almost exactly how long it took, too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But no, Arnold's Park was uh, it, it was a very pleasant place to be at. You know, we we had way more than enough time to ride all three coasters. Uh, we actually rode more rides just because we were enjoying the pleasant atmosphere so much. Um, so yeah, it, if if anybody is planning on doing that same road trip, uh, it is worth the drive out of the way. I think. Because uh, it is a really pleasant area just to chill at for a few hours. Yeah. I will say, though, try to avoid uh, the uh, giving um, – uh, putting 14,000 people on the um, lovely and fantastic um, log flume that they have. <laughs> That's right. Holy shit. Because – we loaded four of us onto there, which it does not fit for. It is, uh, it is, yeah. And uh, let's just say this: well, the, for grown adults, yes. <laughs> let's just say this: the wall, the wall of water that I saw a cask. I was in the back too. That cascaded on us was uh, from another planet. And Grant, granted, the whole reason we decided to ride is because we watched one boat go down and had four like pre-tweens in the boat and they look dry as a bone. So we're like, OK, I guess you don't get that wet. Yeah. And uh, let's just say that wall of water looked like um, um, the uh, uh, tsunami and deep impact. Oh no! <laughs> it was it was a big boy. I was not expecting that at all. So <laughs> I was soaked from head almost to toe. My feet weren't soaked; they were a little damp. But up top, I was literally my face, my shirt was soaked. You can see nips all the way through. Hell yeah! Yep. But I'm it was jealous. a good time. I well, I know you, baby. <laughs> uh, we're about forty minutes, and we have not got to the actual uh, valley. Holy shit! Okay, well, Jesus. Well, well, okay. Well, well. Friday and he, was, and yes, Legend was a good ride as well. Yes, yes, Legend <laughs> was good. So Friday, we drove up to um, to Minneapolis, yep. um, and then we hit uh, Homo Town. <laughs> Como uh, Town. <laughs> Uh, and we got that single cred there. Met up with uh, met up with our boy Matt, um, and Eric, and Eric, yes, Matt and Eric. Uh, we spent the rest of the weekend with them, and then um, went back to the hotel, lathered up, um, got went back to Mall of America, correct? correct? Yep, correct? Mall of yeah. America. Mall of America hit, hit the creds there. We didn't we didn't write anything because we had been on it before, and I didn't want to spend money. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just hung out. I bought. I don't know if you saw my my jerseys, Mike. I bought a um oh, I wish I wish they had a Willie Mays Hayes. I bought a Ricky Vaughn Cleveland Indians jersey. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. Ricky Vaughn 99. Oh my god. <laughs> uh cuz we uh, I was I was with uh, J- uh Jake 
and we were searching for stores because we were, we were going to the Twins game later. And I was like, motherfucker, I need a jersey. I got to represent my 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 squad. Yeah, found this last spot we looked. Holy shit! And they got buy one get another one for a dollar. What? I also got a Jackie Robinson jersey. Okay, incredible. <laughs> so both sexy ones. I, I've not ridden. Or I've not ridden. I've not worn the Jackie Robinson one, but that that Rick Vaughn one tell you i was a wild thing out there and considering we rode the wild thing the next day oh my gosh good times <laughs> uh although that the the game that night was a hot mess of shit I yeah that's probably the worst baseball game i've ever seen <laughs> yeah there it was one to nothing rockies win so go, go rockies uh but uh there's 38 double plays yep i think there's a double play each inning it felt like it and the only time they anybody scored was when we got up to get food. <laughs> like, damn it. Come on. Why? Why? Okay. But after, we met up with Chris and uh, his wife. What's her name? I'm losing it. I'm terrible at names. Was it Marie? It was probably not. But we'll roll with it. Marie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm blinking on her name. Sorry. And we, met with, so sorry. Uh, we met up with a ranger from In the Loop 2. Um, we went out to Stinky Pete's. Yeah, this was unexpected because we we're like, yeah, we'll go out to a bar afterward, you know. Yeah, this is more of a club. <laughs> now, it wasn't like a club like, you know, you've seen a bunch of 18 year olds dancing. And you're like, oh, I'm going to leave. It was, it was like an adult club, but but not a strip club. There were stripper poles, though. There were stripper poles. Yeah. Mark had fun. I was drunk before I paid a dime. So, what are you insinuating? Was, uh, uh, you were you maybe you went on the stripper pole. There I is video, there, there is uh, pictures and video from us. I'm, inside I'm there. sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> I did not go uh, on the pole. Uh, surprising, but it was air conditioned inside, which was great. It was. I mean, okay, hold please. <laughs> hold please. <laughs> Try to analyze all this. Um, who went on the stripper pole? Oh, nobody. <laughs> somebody did it was somebody else that was there it was quite the show i'll tell you that there was actually a dude that went on and he yeah. was really good yeah um <laughs> you do realize if i this is my biggest moment of fomo yet boys because <laughs> you know i would have been up there oh a hundred percent yep like a cyclone uh, <laughs> all night long. they had two of them and the other one wasn't being used that much so and the whole night they were playing mid two thousands top forty. Yep. Oh my god! It was. I felt like it was. I felt like I was back in a club in college. That's what <laughs> I felt like. I was like, holy shit, doing like a sang clown. Yep. <laughs> so, so we got all sauced, Ubered back, drunk as shit. Just like came came back like, oh god, we gotta get. It was like what one o'clock in the morning. One, you said that in like three separate occasions. Like we need to run an event tomorrow. <laughs> yes, several <laughs> times. You know we got to get up, right, Mark? Yeah. <laughs> I think we got back like one. I think I've I've went to bed at like two, and I got up at seven, seven thirty. <laughs> oh I think. Yep. Yeah, it was. A, I was tired. Let's just say that. Uh, I wasn't hungover though. I made Correct. sure, made sure to drink as much water as possible. <clears throat> So I was fine the next morning. Well, not immediately. Yeah. <laughs> After a little bit. 
food, drank some more water. I was good. Which, I was great. Which, funny story about waking up real quick. So, most people had already gone to eat. Um, my room, like, Marcus, I think you were in the shower, but the rest of the room, I think, had gone down to eat. And, you know, I, I start moving. I get up. Uh, I'm getting my clothes out. I'm about to get dressed. And so, I was still in my compression shorts. Uh, my coincidentally Iron Guazi themed compression shorts because they have crocodiles on them. <laughs> and all of a sudden I hear the door click and I'm like, okay, people are getting back from the room. All of a sudden I hear giggles from John, Mike, Grant, and Mike with the mullet. And they're just standing in the doorway, looking at me, standing in my Iron Guazi <laughs> compression shorts. And I'm just like, come on in guys. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm so, I'm surprised I missed that. That's sad. I'm kind of sad. I wish I was there for that. They were definitely not expecting that. Yeah, you're just hanging hanging your Gucci out. I can appreciate that. <laughs> so the next day, of course, after your excursion and after the morning of <laughs> recover, Valley Stumble began. As I said from the start, um, or when we were talking pre-show. I, I didn't know how many people to expect. Valley Fair Same. is off the beaten path. We already ran into about 15 people. So I was like, okay, we'll have a decent crew, right? I know some people were still out there. Jack and Jack and Scott were rolling in. They'll be in there <laughs> in the morning, but um, quiet morning. So I was like, okay, I guess, I guess we'll see. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like leading up to the trip a couple weeks beforehand, I was actually getting a little bit worried Cause like we had a couple people we knew they were backing out cause gas was getting too expensive. Airfare was outrageous. So I was like, man, I, I really hope we still get a good crowd. I was afraid we were going to only show up with like 15 people and like Kelsey was going to be pissed at us cause no one was up there. <laughs> yeah. But no, it, it ended up being good. Yeah. We had, we had 34 to 36 people. I, I didn't get the official, official, official count. We had a solid group of people. Everybody was there most of the day. Um, and we the, the day was great. The day was really great. Um, and we started off slow. We did, we went straight to the Wild Mouse. Of course we did mm-hmm. um, because we, we made the line 20 minutes long. It was just us. <laughs> that was great. But um, some people went cred running because they'd never been. Wait, did you really make it run that long? No, not not twenty minutes. Maybe like okay, okay. I was scared for a second. Okay, but the line did grow because of us. Yes, we we created the line. Let's say that. Cool. Um, but we um, yeah, we just some people went cred running. Some people um just started to hit cred slowly here there. We had three milestones on the trip. That's right. Tyler hit three hundred. Hell yeah! Um, and he's going to get. Almost 400 by the end of uh, oh my uh, god, Stumblelandia. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, and Carl hit 200 on Renegade, mm-hmm. and who else hit 200? Was it Perry? Chris? Was it, it was Perry, Perry, right? Perry hit 200, yeah. Um, so yeah, we had three milestones on this trip. Holy crap! Um, which is good, good, that's great because we finally aligned three milestones at once, unlike last year. Yeah, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was great. Great to see everybody to get coming together for that and, and getting and doing everything. We did everything, everything water park. Um, the highlights really were, um, steel venom running like the king it is. Yeah. Oh they they got the holding break work in last summer. 
like July ish. Yeah. So and I mean, it's not like it makes or breaks the ride, but it's a it's a really cool party trick to experience. Yeah, and because the the launch is so much shorter than um, Wicked Twister, which is my biggest reference point. I mean, I've been on Steel Venom. Um, was it V two? Yeah. Um, but the launch feels so much shorter on Steel Venom. It feels like you just get you go so much harder on each pass. Crazy good. I love that one. That that honestly is I feel if you take out the back twists on Wicked Twister, which was always the best part of that ride, um, it's definitely my favorite impulse. So my third favorite ride at the park. <laughs> <laughs> we got on the legend. Sex caliber. <laughs> Excalibur. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm glad to say that everybody has seen the light. It delivered. Thank goodness. I I felt like we were we were tooting up a horn that we couldn't. We 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 were going crazy about. Maybe we were wrong. Nope, nope. Excalibur was the violent bitch in the back of the room that (laughs) treats you dirty, (laughs) and you love the shit out of it every second. The, the molded seats destroy your back and you're happy for it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and our boy Matt's pissed that they built Gemini instead of Excalibur at Cedar Point. Yes. <laughs> Excalibur shits on Gemini. Just completely yeah. shits on it. Um, that, that may be one of my favorite arrows out there. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then, of course... The sexy renegade. I mean, most of the day, people were in and out. The only other, the other main highlight of the day was that Valley Fair asked us to do, this is the first night of Grand Carnival. Um, they asked 10, 10 people um, to go and uh, be on their float. And I got to be one of them. And Mark was one of them, yeah. Um, I would have joined, but my back was, I pitched by Derv on the weekend, so my back was killing me the second half of, of Saturday. Um but I digress. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the coolest theme park experiences I've ever done. Because like, yeah. they were like, so yeah, you're just going to get up on the float. We're going to close the door. And you're basically just going to stand there and dance around. And then here's a shit ton of beads. And you're just going to throw them at people. <laughs> so we got to chuck beads at people for 30 minutes. And like, there's all these kids running up to the side. And of course, like our group is like following along as well. So we're like... We're throwing beads at Blake because he's such a bad kid. We're all <laughs> trying to toss beads and like ring toss them on Larson's camera. And like there's just all these kids everywhere, and you're just throwing all these beads everywhere. It, it was a blast. Yes, which I'm still just surprised that the, the blast that everybody had on that. I think Carl said that was one of his favorite theme park experiences ever. Mm-hmm. So, as a man from Florida, that's saying a lot. <laughs> and we all briefly got to do the John Mike up there in unison. Yes. I saw, I saw that video and it made me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> and considering John Mike was up there, that made it even better. And it was right at the park entrance where the biggest crowd was. <laughs> and all watching us do the John Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I got to see, see you guys just go. I kept the distance because I couldn't walk that fast, but... Man, it was great. Oh, I was so I was so happy we got to do that. So, um, yeah, yeah. Um, it was the first time of my the first my first time in the water park too. It's all right. It's just there. 
So, oh, and we did go, Mike. You'd be glad to know we went out and uh, tailgated, and it was a big group. It was most mm-hmm. of the contingent was out there tailgating. Yep. And not only did we tailgate, which that's probably the coolest parking lot to tailgate because you got the uh, Route 76 where Steel Venom is that juts out. So, like you could see all the pictures we posted, like the the skyline in the background. It's just such an awesome environment. It's yeah. such an awesome atmosphere. Yeah, the park is just a good one. It's 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 a thing that you don't think about until you go, and then you're like, why don't more people like this place? Mm-hmm. So, hmm. um, at, oh, I was going to say our last big show, Badger Hill Brewing Company. Yeah, we got to the brewery as well. Yeah, 5.30, we, we left, and, and a, about 30 people went to the brewery. Oh, damn. So the, the brewery went from like six locals to 30 tourists. In a matter of about five minutes. <laughs> so they were very overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you could tell some of the regulars were like looking at us like kind like, of pissed that we were there. who the fuck are these assholes? <laughs> <laughs> but we were very – obviously, we were very uh, polite, kind, and, and patient. Mm-hmm. Um, they had pizzas there, and I destroyed my own pizza. I was so hungry. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they, they, it took them a little bit to get the pizza. We were there for about, I think, an hour and a half, almost two hours. Yep. Um, before we came back for the uh, parade. But um, yeah, that great beer, great time. I, I, think, I don't know this person there that did not like Badger Hill. So if you're ever mm-hmm. going to Valley Fair, Badger Hill Brewing Company, make it happen. Right across the street from Valley Fair, take time out from the park, especially if it's hot. Go inside, get some air conditioning, get a pizza, get a beer. Their, their beers are always rotating, always good. Nothing but happiness with that. So. Mm-hmm. However, that was a great radio spot. Was it? Right? Oh shit! I got, that I actually got... was like really solid, Marcus. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Mama always did say I had a voice for radio, so you got a face for one too, boo boo. Oh, here we go. Um, <laughs> uh, so the last thing and the highlights of the trip, the to, entire trip, to end the evening, and something that some of the locals say they very rarely ever got to even see happen. Night ERT on Renegade. And um, we had, with the amount of people we had, we had about one and a half trains. They had two trains running all day. Uh, it wasn't a filled up day. It got, it got quiet until like middle afternoon, then it started getting busy. Um, it was re- actually busier on Sunday than it was Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. The rain in the morning, yep. it, it didn't rain, but the, the threat of rain kept people away. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it was a lot cooler and nicer on Sunday, I think that helped a lot more people come out too. Um, but uh, yeah, it was uh, Renegade at night was a fucking experience. And I loved it. Yeah, and I know we've talked about this on the show before, but like I know like GCI themselves, they're like, yeah, I don't know what we were thinking about doing Renegade, and like you you don't really hear much about it. But then all of a sudden, like the second half of the this past decade. You started hearing like all these renegade stands coming out of the woodwork. They're like, it's so awesome. It's, and you're like, I don't know if I believe you. I have seen the light. I would have to say, and I got to re-ride. Um, I got to re-ride Mystic Timbers. Ooh. But Renegade may be my favorite GCI. Whoa. And that's a big, that's big. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> Well, I know for a fact you're wrong because uh, Stingray exists. I you wouldn't know. <laughs> Mystic Timbers is better than Stingray. 
Shut your whore mouth. Definitely. <laughs> I like it better than Stingray. <laughs> You're wrong, but okay. Uh, but, um, well, thank you. Well, I mean, but Wicked, Wicked Twister, Wicked Twister, Mystic Timbers is uh, 25 for me. But the way that okay. bad boy was riding, this this could go, I don't, I don't think I can spice it above uh, Phantom's Revenge, but um, this could go top 20, which is saying a lot. Yeah. Like, so, it, it was running so quickly, like the laterals in every single turn, every transition and spot where you're supposed to get airtime, you got tons of airtime. And the, so the lap bars, they, they actually have um, a little bit of over travel built into them for like compliance. So you're not like getting bruised by the lap bar. They have, they have a little bit given them and I was hitting that hard stop every single time with that lap bar, just mm. coming out of my seat. Every single spot you could possibly get airtime. Okay. It was it was delicious. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. seen the light. It GCI at their peak. Oh yeah. No, that's um I if if I would say GCI designed something again, I'd say design that. The mm-hmm. only and so that th- entire ride, I one spot of roughness, bottom of the first drop. Yep. Outside of that, that ride is phenomenal. No need to change anything. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't sound very convinced. I mean, it, I mean, it's one of those rides you got to go ride to just understand it. Well, you see, I'm trying to get that. I have like a seven and a half hour layover when I come back from Europe in Minneapolis. Oh, go. Plenty of time. Yeah. As long as I get through like customs and everything in a decent amount of time. I'm absolutely Uber driving on over and uh cred running the park and um hence why I wasn't like crying that I, I I mean I'm mad that I missed the stumble, but you know, I'm gonna get the creds here in a couple weeks, so yeah. Good. Good. Look at Good. You. You're Good. cute. Yeah. But um yeah, no, it was a hell of a day. Renegade also beat me the the life out of me. I can still feel my core muscles, which I'm may so- be more of a testament of me being completely out of shape. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it it was she was a nasty bitch. <laughs> yeah, my legs my legs were a hundred percent sore um that next day. Um and it still is to this day, because it was only two days ago. So, yeah, yeah, I, I, that slapped everybody around very heavily and it was, uh, and I don't think anybody complained about it. I think everybody was happy about it. Mm-hmm. So Renegade slapped me around and I enjoyed <sighs> it. Yep. So sat, uh, Sunday, a little, little bit more. We went back to the park, rode this, rode that, but, uh, and that was kind of it. We started bidding our farewells. People, uh, were departing either the night of or the next day, but. For the most part, yeah. Yeah, that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, huge shout out to Valley Fair and their staff, their management. Um, you guys rolled out the red carpet for us. Um, and they didn't need to, and they right. were great about it. So, Yeah, that Minnesotan hospitality, was it was on full display. And, and the locals as well, you know, showing us around the place, um, just being so hospitable, so friendly. Um 
and it, it, it was such a fantastic experience for all of us. And, you know, you're at a park that's just, it's solid. It's such a fun park. It's got such a good atmosphere. Uh, and you're going to be seeing shout out to Jack thrilling moment. Uh, he's going to be surely posting tons and tons of photos of the, over the next few weeks. He's already dropped a few. It's just unbelievable how pretty the park is. Um, and it's amazing how uh, committed and dedicated the the park staff is to uh, bringing about such a good experience. So I'm glad we got a bunch of people up there to experience that because I know Marcus and I totally fell in love with the place when we first visited last year. Um, and I think a bunch of, a bunch more people have fallen in love with the place as well. Yep. Agreed. All right. Uh, well, I'm, that was so, uh, so, a lot so of FOMO for me. So we'll say time to wake up, Mike. <laughs> Don't All you right. worry. When you guys are recapping <laughs> Stumbelandia and the rest of your damn trip, I'm going to be like, I'm, I think I'm going to buy like a 30 rack <laughs> <laughs> and just like, one after the next, just <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Talk about a three year episode. That one's going to last oh, forever. Well, this is an hour and I wasn't even there. So you obviously know there wasn't that much. To, this would have been two hours already if I was at this <laughs> event. So I'll call myself out a little bit. Um, there you go. So, so gentlemen, there was some news that dropped today. Big news. <laughs> um, <laughs> so hold on. Um, I just want to bring you back, Mark. You were there. I was about five years ago, almost to the day, June thirtieth. Oh my gosh! Um, literally, I, I put the receipts in the Discord. Um, <laughs> I made my one and only trip ever to California's Great America, the worst park I've ever fucking been to in my life. And as we walked out of that park, I said, I wish this place was a fucking office park. Well, gentlemen, today is the day. (laughs) Today is the day where I can celebrate and tell you all that I have wished this into existence. And we're going to hit this breakdown real quick. That bitch is closing in less than 11 years ago. Fuck yourself, CGA. Fuck yourself, CGA. You are such a shitful park. You are ass. You are really ass. You are really ass. I have been waiting. Uh, this is still playing in the background, boys. Um, I've been dreaming of this day. The only ride that's going to get salvaged... Is Railblazer. All that other stuff is garbage and needs to be destroyed. I somebody somebody agree would to disagree, but somebody okay. would probably say Gold Striker, but they ain't moving a fucking ten million dollar Woody. Um and you know Oh, we got a breakdown again. Let's get it. <laughs> I have been I have been in Skyrush phase for the past ten like seven hours, boys. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. You ready for it? Fuck CGAU. Uh, 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 uh. Fuck that place. Uh, fuck that place. Uh, I'm leading that coffin dance. So actually, um, 
before we get to the actual news part, I will say I will be making one trip back to CGA. I will return to that park on the last day it's open. And I will just be doing, I will have that song on repeat <laughs> all damn day walking around that park. I, I need three other people to walk around and we're going to get a cardboard coffin. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so it might be this October because, or this September. It might be next September. It can be any time in the, inside the next 11 years. That last operating day. I need to call my fellowship posters. I'm calling on Carl. I'm calling on Wallen Ballen. I'm calling on my brother. My brother. To finish this bitch the right way. And send CGA to the grave properly. Now you guys can tell the actual news part because I'm I'm good I'm good. Oh. <laughs> so okay, yeah, we're gonna we're we're gonna be on this one for a bit. <laughs> so they the, they announced today that within eleven years they are going to essentially close the the park. Um, yeah. What? Okay. <laughs> they they have sold the land underneath the park to I can't remember the name of the real estate firm, uh, but basically it's like two point seven million an acre. Uh, they bought the land what three years ago for like one hundred fifty million. Yeah, and they're selling it for three hundred ten million. So they more than doubled their return on investment. The yep. uh, the um. Real estate company is Prologus. There it is. Yeah, I guess they're like the biggest real estate company out in California or whatever. Um, but yeah, so it, it's interesting the way they've worded it and some of the, the details that have come out in like the press release and uh, other statements where basically it, it sounds like they plan to operate the park over the next six years. And then that's probably when they'll think about when – around when they're going to shut it down. You know um, what? I have one, one more thing to say. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for those of you who did not hear that. Um, man, that's too, too much effort to get that again. Yeah. <laughs> so, then, so I have a strong feeling of what's going to happen uh-huh. because I said it out loud. I must've wished it into existence. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> I did not plan on going back to Valley Fair for a few years. And I said it out loud, unless they got a raptor. You did this to yourself, boo-boo. And I have a strong feeling, for some reason, Railblazer's going to go to Valley Fair. <laughs> you did this to yourself, boo-boo. <laughs> well, yeah. And like as, as we're learning more details, uh, it, it sounds like that this wasn't – um, a decision made this year. It sounds like the decision they they were discussing it, analyzing it last year, made the decision last year at some point. So who knows if they're already looking at where to move certain things, but yeah, Cedar fair gets to retain all the assets. So most of the rides they can probably move and it's just going to be a cheap relocation or a relatively cheap new addition. Um, for new rides at, at their other properties. 
unfortunately, the B and M's are probably too old to relocate without like extensive refurbishment or the the Incredible Hulk treatment, which probably isn't worth it. So they probably won't be moving. Wooden coasters, I don't see Cedar Fair uh, wanting to put in that effort to move them, even though Gold Striker is definitely worth it. But who knows where it would go? Because really, only Cedar Point makes sense. Or maybe Canada's Wonderland. Who knows? Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. But what, like, one of the big things that I have learned in the the short time that I've been working is these business decisions happen a lot quicker than businesses actually move. Because like in the auto industry, I, I've seen, watched, heard so many press releases about like, oh, X uh, manufacturing plant's going to become like this electric vehicle, autonomous vehicle, like epicenter, like all the autonomous vehicles are going to get built there. None of it has panned out. And like some plants have closed, other like strategies change much quicker than business actually moves. So I'm not, I, I honestly don't believe that they're going to make a 180, but they very well could pull a complete 180 on this in three years' time. Um, or they might decide to shut down half the chain in three years' time if the financials are like that. So you, yeah. you just, you really never know. Which, there's a lot to this. And chatting with, with the squad, the BBCC squad, mm-hmm. people like smarter have- than us. I think I actually I added that at last C. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know, this is the the right move, and this would explain a little bit why um, Bush uh, that was not that that possible purchase was never taken seriously. Mm-hmm. Because looking at that and looking at what they have done, they're in the position to be very profitable moving forward. CGA, obviously, mm-hmm. based off of Mike's feelings, have never been a fantastic park. The numbers were never really that high. Uh, and it did corner a market. You know, they have um, well, San Fran is a market, but you got Six Flags DK across across the across the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also they, you know Knotts is a is a staple in, in LA. That bad boy's not going nowhere. And it didn't have to contend with a ma- the Nazis have to contend with a major sports team five feet away. So that, yeah, that, also, that really makes it tough for the park. Yeah, that played into it. Hurting it's even though it's got a, a, a wider runtime right through the season, but mm-hmm. um, it still hurts the park when games are you know even if they're just games. I mean anything at uh, Niner Stadium is gonna gonna take up their parking. So. Uh, and they always happen on the weekends where more people tend to go to amusement parks. So. <sighs> yeah, and I, I think it was Sloan that mentioned this, but the 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 SeaWorld offer was like I think it was like three point four billion, and this offer right here is one tenth that. So it it and this is one of their lesser valued parks. So they, they made they they knew how much they knew their value back during the SeaWorld attempted acquisition. Um, and it, it sounds like they're making the right decisions right here. Uh, and it is for the long-term health of the company. Uh, someone did say that. I think it was Keith said that in the Discord. Um, and, I mean, it, it, it is all about the shareholders. I know the shareholders are getting impatient with trying to pay down the debt, get back to the $2 billion debt ceiling. Uh, Larson was filling us in on this. 
get down to the $2 billion debt ceiling where the um, dividend can start getting repaid. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, of course, the investors want to make their money. So pay off that debt. And this takes out a big chunk of what they still owe to get down to that debt ceiling. There you go. <sighs> so I do have to ask though, Mike, why did you not like why did you not like California's Great America? <laughs> All right. Um we are what an hour and twenty minutes in. <laughs> All right, buckle up, boys. So um first off, um the park isn't an office park, it's next to a stadium, which you know, whatever. Um their operations were atrocious, half the rides were closed. Um they opened, oh God, was it? So the park opened, I think, when we went at like 10. I think so. Um, the only thing open at that time was the Arrow Mouse, I think, because we got their rope drop, Patriot, the floorless conversion. And then um, you also had, whatchamacallit, um, the Kitty Coaster. Everything else was on a two or three hour delay open. Two or three hours delayed opening is inexcusable. I don't care where you are. Yeah. An hour's bad. Two to three hours is, yeah, no. Uh, this is also pre-Railblazer. Um, Gold Striker did not open until, so we were also on a shortened day because we had other things planned to do on that trip. Um, and... Um, Gold Striker didn't open until two. That was on one train too, right? I feel like it was. Yeah, I um, think so. From what you guys were talking about, because I remember, I remember that trip so fucking well because of your bitchiness throughout the entire thing. <laughs> well, <laughs> that, that, yeah, yeah. You know, that might have been the only one that was on two trains, but yeah, I think yeah. everything else was basically on one. Everything's on one train. Um. You know, also, I, you know, I was a larger gentleman than I am currently. And uh, this is the only B&M hyper or invert not to have a big boy seat that I've ever experienced with shortened belts, too. Because uh, we rode Batman at Magic Mountain earlier that week. No issues with the belt in a normal seat. No big boy seat. And the belt was like not even close. I was like, OK, well, this isn't going to happen. Um it needed like an extra two clicks to ride it from where the standard uh, belt length is for B&Ms. I've seen that actually at a couple other Cedar Fair parks recently. So fun fact. Um, that's not just say that park thing, but hey, that's a conversation for another day. Um, additionally, um, Grizzly, um, their restraints were real, real dumb as well. The Arrow Mouse was the best coaster in the park. Um. There was no shade whatsoever. And it was hot as hell. And the opera the operations were so bad. It was it wasn't fun. Like it wasn't an enjoyable day. I had a miserable day there. Um coaster wise. So um so you know what? Fuck that park. Burn it to the ground. And put Railblazer at Michigan's Adventure. <laughs> I said it. There you go. 
You know, I remember that day going a lot differently. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I do remember the day, the delayed openings. Um, there wasn't a damn cloud in the sky. So, yes, it was it was very sunny. Um, did have more trees than I remember or, or than I think you remember. Also, Demon was bottom five coaster at that time. Demon sucked. Grizzly was even worse. It's a good thing you didn't ride that. Yep. That would have you actually would have set fire to the ride. <laughs> you would have actually committed arson. Cool. <laughs> um, but no, flight deck was phenomenal. Uh, flight deck is up there with Afterburn. Okay, well, as far as inverts go, cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you are literally the only person I've ever heard say that, so I don't believe you. Dude, it was unbelievably intense from start to finish. Even the S bend over the station was somehow very intense. My God, it was a hundred degrees outside with no breeze. Oh, it wasn't that hot. Yes, it was. Man, do I have to go back? Oh, God damn it! Mark. Yes, look up, look up that particular day <laughs> on a weather app. I I want to know how hot it was that because. I, we, we were in San Francisco. I mean, not San Francisco. We were in the Bay Area. It's fucking cold in the Bay Area. Not even not in the inland. Not in on the Bay Area. You. Okay. I mean, it's close enough to the Bay. <laughs> June thirtieth, twenty seventeen um, weather. But no, like I, I thought the park was kind of cute. Well, are you? Wrong, are so. you? Are you really calling this almost as good as Afterburn? Get the fuck yes, out! Yes, I Get am. Him. No, because in that POV you're watching, you cannot feel the G-lock from the bottom of the first drop all the way through the zero G-roll, which was more like a wrestling move. Okay. I appreciate you, but this little Great Bear S-Bend bullshit that goes 10 miles an hour over the lift hill can suck the fattest part of my ass. It is intense as shit, and the corkscrew is the most intense corkscrew on a VNM invert. Right after that, Great Bear like to have a word because that's no, great. It doesn't because it's actually <laughs> fucking intense. <laughs> a straightaway is intense. <laughs> you are on something else. You got to write it to understand. I'll, don't worry, I will. Good, I'll, and I'll laugh in your face. I'll sit right next to you and laugh in your face as we're going through that. And, and, and speaking of all of us riding this in the future, please stand by. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's nothing. There's no station. Yeah, there's no, no, yeah, no, that's, oh, the, that's, that's one the of the really thing. weird no roofs things. on the damn stations there. Yeah, that's one of the really weird things about the park is I think it's only Gold Striker is the only coaster that has a roof on their no. station, but it never fucking rains there. I mean, it's not, it's a, it's, a, it's a, okay. Yeah, it, it's weird. You'd think they'd have them for like shade and stuff, but no. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> um, Fuck you, Mark. That park sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, let's be honest. If if there was one park, especially a Paramount Park, to get rid of, it probably would be that. And you know, it, it being an enthusiast, it does suck to see a park. You know, its days are numbered. But at the same time, if that's the one that's got to go, that's the one that's got to go. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, that's definitely the one where you're like, yeah, we're okay. Yeah, yeah, bye, Felicia. 
But yeah, fleeced. Moving on. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> we are an hour and uh, 30 minutes in. Nope. Give or take. And we don't haven't talked about any other news yet. Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I, I, you know, I just gotta remind everyone real quick. One thing, real quick. Um, just with this, this, this park that has been such a um, fuck the audio. Damn it! there goes my meme hold on i'll I'll get there um i can i can stutter for a few more minutes um you know just as a um as a thing i just want to say one more thing real quick guys I didn't love you though, CGA. I never loved you. Look at this chorus, boys. It ain't no lie, you suck. <laughs> out that chain, get the fuck out this bye bye bye. You're gonna fucking burn and be an office park. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <sighs> I'm living my best life, boys. Violence. I could tell. tell. I've been waiting for this for a long time. (sighs) Okay, I'm good. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Moving on. Moving (laughs) on. So, I mean, this is kind of all grouped into one, but a bunch of rides started testing over the past like 10 days. Mommy Cliffhanger. Hi. How you doing, girl? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if you've seen it. You've been getting kind of shit on. Um, Linda Carter, how are you doing, girl? That, well, mm-hmm. that's, um, that's all right. Not, first okay. of all, I saw people sitting on uh, Mommy D DC, and uh, El Stumble Two Electric Boogaloo is going to be a thing. Well, yeah, Dark we won't Man. stand for the slander. Um, also, did you guys see? Um, the king dropped his crown one more time. Jeffrey Siebert. Mm-hmm. Uh, stand up, sir. Um, God, we really need to get him on the podcast. He would be, be, so he'd awesome. be a good time. He would be incredible. Um, the back row, the third row on those trains. Yeah. Has an arch. So your, yeah. your wing seats or your outside seats on that are going to be higher elevated. They're going to give you that extra little pop pop of uh, that that mommy loving airtime. Mm-hmm. Which so I, I'm sorry, I can't keep doing the mommy loving. Shit. I can't do yeah, it. We, we, we got to stop that. <laughs> <laughs> so you know that's really interesting though. I did see that. Granted, it's a matter of inches. It's not like it, it's not something you're going to notice unless you're Listen, looking. Every inch really counts. Hard, but. Every inch counts. <laughs> do, do not discount the park that has the original Jersey Mike's coaster of saying it's just a couple inches because every inch matters, sir. But over the span of like 16 feet, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> it, it's, I mean, you're probably not going to feel much of a difference, but still, it, it it is a good talking point. I have so many things I want to say right now, but I'm not going to. <sighs> But yes, right. everyone that says the Dorito Hill is not going to hit is totally incorrect. 
The Dorito Hill is going to be fantastic. Uh, the rest of the ride, all its turns, that Immelman, the zero G roll, it, it all looks choice. So, so I got two seats I want to sit on first. Uh, first ride is going to be front row, dead center. Let me straddle that that rail. Let me just sit in the middle. Uh, ride two, give me the high side on that Immelman mm. in that back row. I'm here for that. Yes, those are the two seats that I'm already going to call. Mm-mm-mm. Get it. What else started testing? There was a third one. Uh, did we talk about Wonder Woman? Yeah, Linda Carter. She's she's going. This, and Marcus, I believe you said this. This has gotten like no publicity at all. It is. It is all quiet. Like even when they started building it. It is the quietness cannot be understated, really. Okay, so so real quick, I have to bring this part up. Um, I did go to Six Flags Great Adventure this past week. Um, I I wasn't going to talk about my my uh, my activities until the next epi, but I rewrote Jersey Devil. Mm-hmm. I stayed in the back row for four straight rides. Did not get up. <laughs> Worth it. Um, then I got one more ride in the front row. Give me that. So that place gets ridiculously hot, like 110, 112 in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Give me one of those 112 days in the back row. You will not survive. <laughs> because it was a mild weather day. Um, I think it was like in the 70s. It doesn't slow down at the top of the list, which I swear it did last year when we wrote it. Um, literally from the crest of the, the lift all the way until you pull out, you're out of your seat and being pulled against those restraints the entire way down in the back row. It was stupid. It shot back up to a redacted number um, in my rankings that I will discuss next week. Oh, so Linda Carter is going to be uh, popping. And I'm, I'm here for, for it. it. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it looks like it's absolutely ripping already. Mm-hmm. Like empty trains too. Well, may the odds be forever in our favor, boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then defiance. Wait, which was defiance again? Glenwood caverns. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. So very first test run, some videos were released. And, I mean, they they did the whole, like, creepy crawl over the crest because it's the very first test run. And that thing is ripping around its course, too. Like, it, it's so funny because, like, for years and years, you know, you'd be on the message boards wherever and – Someone post a, a video of a test run, and of course, within seconds, someone's replying, "Look slow." Gone are those days. Yep. This thing, it, it ripping over that first hill, that twisty thing, um, looks pretty speedy through the banana roll, and then that flip into the brake run. It looks like it's holding its speed really well. There you go. I'm kind of here for it. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know. So I don't know when we'll ever get there. 
But uh, I don't have you been there, Mike? Mike? Uh-oh. I think we lost Where'd, Mike again. Oh, oh, oh. oh he's, he's muted. He's muted. He's muted. We're leaving it in. Screw it. Uh-oh. <laughs> We're leaving it in. He's dropping it. He's, he's pooping. I'm pooping. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I had been there. Um, that's where I proposed to Meg. That is. Congratulations, um, again. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, no, the, the whole place is cool. We, we got to go sooner or later. And eventually we'll figure out a time when. And that ride's just going to make the park that much more batshit insane. <laughs> yeah. I needed a beer after all the rides. <laughs> I could see you requiring that. <laughs> and yeah, <sighs> it, it's just it's just one more of those rides. It's like they actually freaking did this. Yeah, props to them for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm, excuse me. Moving on. <laughs> we do got we I do want to get through some stuff here. We have for once we had a lot of news. Um wait, we didn't talk about first gen raptors. No, we didn't. Uh, Not yet. A lot of them still are a lot of first gen of the RMC Raptors are closed due to um, a recall on the train. Yeah. So there's not a whole lot of details going on about this, but something both Railblazer and Wonder Woman are both closed. Uh, They've been closed for a while now and it will continue uh, for quite some time. There's something about the trains RMC found, I'm sure. Uh, it's requiring some significant work to be done on them. Wonder Woman, it sounds like all the trains are completely off the tracks uh, getting some work done. So we'll, we'll have to see what's going on. Uh, Six Flags Fiesta Texas has been really transparent. Shout out to Jeffrey Siebert. I think we already shouted him out already this episode. Yeah, but did. once again, the king... The, uh, he's being so transparent about everything. He's keeping people informed, up to date. He is the gold standard for what a park president should be doing. Um, not just with Dr. Diabolicals getting built, but just any park happenings. Uh, he's just letting people know, keeping people informed. It's great to see. But yeah, he's been keeping people updated about Wonder Woman, uh, letting people know it's closed taking responsibility for it himself, even though really like he, he didn't design or build the ride, but still taking responsibility like he should. Um, but yeah, hopefully we'll get some fixes for both the rides soon and they'll be reopened soon, but currently they are closed. So if you have a trip to either one of those parks in the next few weeks, I am sorry. You're probably missing out on those rides. Hmm. As long as it's open in November, I'm good. There you go. Yeah, hopefully, they can get whatever fixed by then. Yeah, I think I think they should. I mean, it, they've they've had this a few times, but it's always been with abundance of caution and and mm-hmm. um, with with you know the man being transparent as he is. You know, RMC is being similar as well. Mm-hmm. So I would just love if they fix the restraints because they are not good anymore. That first model, the Wonder Woman restraints are so much worse than uh, uh, Jersey Devil. Yeah, I I wish I could know, but I take your word for it, good sir. (laughs) Yeah. All right, moving on. Um, Big news out of Cedar Point. The Cedar Point Police Department has been disbanded. 
Sandusky police is taking over. Yeah, and this this is a this is kind of a downer one because um, they've had. I don't even know if we talked about it on one of our recent episodes, but we they've not, had no. a ton of backlash recently, um, particularly regarding uh, sexual assault in the dorms, employee housing at Cedar Point. And people going as far to say that Cedar Point PD is totally turning them away. So I wouldn't be surprised if all this is coming up because of largely driven by that. Maybe some other things are happening. You know, sure, like we keep on hearing staffing shortages. Maybe that has something to do with it. But I have a feeling that a a major driver behind this is the, the recent wave of sexual assaults that have happened and the the lack of accountability, the lack of action taken by the park, by the police department at Cedar Point uh, to try and make uh, the environment at Cedar Point a better place. There you go. I don't really have much more to say to that. Yeah. Yeah. Very unfortunate news. Yeah. Oh, it's good to see that they're mm-hmm. actually doing something. It's not something they're sitting by, standing by for something to happen there. Mm-hmm. Being proactive and whether who whoever it uh, you know what caused by whatever they find, I hope they're a little more transparent with it, so that way we have a little better understanding. But um, either way, you know, good to see at least some action being taken because not nobody. Well, obviously nobody better be happy about it, but um, it was a, a situation that you never want to see ever happen, especially mm-hmm. with staffing, especially with yep. young staffing because that's most of their staff. So, um. Yeah, I mean, that's probably the reason why I never got a job at Cedar Point. Never wanted to even apply. It's just hearing horror stories about the dorms. And it was incredibly tame compared to anything like this. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've agreed. I've heard so many things about Cedar Point, too. So, <sighs> moving on. Big news again. Another arrow, unfortunately. Partial de- derailment at Kings Island, the bat. Yeah, this one's another downer. Yeah, they they. I did not expect this at all. This hit hard. Yeah, on that track. Um, it damaged the track. So I was thinking logistically, they got to replace that entire piece of track. There's no way they can just take that bad boy off. So I mean. Well, typically what they do in something like this, they, they've done it on plenty of arrows before. Luckily, it's happened on a, or not. This hasn't necessarily happened on a bunch of arrows, but uh, tons of arrows have had sections of specifically rail replaced. Literally, they just torch off uh, where the cross tie connects with the rail. They pull off the rail and they just put a new pipe on. Uh, I'm sure they could do the same thing with that. It so there's a part of the track that's dented, um, the severely, rail itself, severely dented. Yeah, probably where whatever occurred that caused the wheel. Uh, there, there was a re- a wheel that fell off. This is probably where it happened, uh, and it went into the bushes somewhere. But I mean, they could probably just cut off that like two foot section or whatever and weld on some new rail and hopefully call it good. Uh, Grind down the weld, obviously, to make it smooth again. But yeah, I mean, they've done, Shirley Parks have done this type of work before. Um, Hopefully it's not too big of a repair, but still the, the fact that a ride like the bat at a park like Kings Island 
had an issue like this happen um, does raise some alarms. So hopefully everything is all right at Kings Island. Hopefully their maintenance staff, like nothing bad is happening there. Hopefully everyone's getting compensated like they should. And this isn't like any neg- negligent work or anything going on. Yeah, you, you can't really tell, especially with this, but... You know, a derailment is cause for concern, and you may not – you know, you're definitely not going to see this ride open up the rest of the year, a thousand percent. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll, we'll see. The, it's fate next year. <sighs> that being said, we have some fan questions. No, Mike, I want you to read this first one off because you've been, uh, I think, asleep for half this episode. Jeez, we're almost two hours into this. Yep. Okay. Question number one. Why are you making him read this one? <laughs> Eric asks, why is Renegade the best GCI? Uh, Sir. That's a... Uh, Go away. That's a... Uh, that could be factual. Which, sh- shout out to Eric. You know, every time he attends an event, he like assumes the dad role for everybody. He's so great. I love it. I love Eric. He's, he's the best. He's such a delight to have at, at all of our events. I, I hope he gets to attend a lot more. He yep. he reached out to me today and said he missed me. I miss you too, bud. Uh miss seeing you. It's been a while, so I can't wait to see you again. And I hope all is well with you. And I'll talk to you soon, buddy. Um Yeah, you guys are wrong in Stingray. <laughs> I mean, I, so good. I think let's see, I just looked at my rankings again. I think I put it at number three or four. So it's definitely up there. It's certainly not my favorite. I still have Mystic as my favorite. Thunderhead's up there too. But it's Renegade is easily one of the best. I mean, Stingray is definitely in my top 15 still. So I think, let's see here. I just got it right here. So I put... So my order is Mystic Timbers, Thunderhead, Renegade, Texas Stingray. Wow, rude. <laughs> You're the best. Okay. Hey, what can I say? They're great coasters. Yep. International. <laughs> I appreciate you. Moving on. <laughs> What's the best coaster in any town named Altoona? Tyler. <laughs> Now we got a funny story. There's two Altoonas with amusement parks in them. Plot twist. It's Leap the Dips. Yeah, I would actually vote for Leap the Dips as my favorite in the two parks. Actually, I'm <laughs> going to disagree. It's Monster. 100% Monster. I had more fun on uh, Leap the Dips, but that's maybe because I was thinking I was going to die the whole time. Oh, I did too, but still, <laughs> I'd take Monster over it. Monster uh, kicks some ass. Yeah, Monster's a good time. Leap the Dips was a very cool experience, though. It, it's it's one of the two. Like, I'm not going to fault you for picking Leap the Dips over that. And there you go. Ugh, you guys are silly. <laughs> you guys are cute. Okay. Next one. What do we got, boys? Um. Ooh, let's save this question for an episode where we're not two hours in already. Okay. Uh, we had a good Twitter interaction on this one on Saturday morning that I was having fun with. So, um, BMAC and others, we will save the Coaster Wars question for another day. Ooh, that might be something that we tie in with the uh, BBCC MCU. 
Ooh. No, that, that is a really good question. We'll we'll definitely have to save that. Yeah. I think we're going to record again Thursday. Maybe potentially. There's possibilities. We'll, we'll we could talk about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll save it for next time. It's a fantastic question. We will save it. For Worthy sure. of a, a huge discussion. Yep. All right. So uh, this is from Jack. What is the threshold for a large coaster count? Uh, I'd Another say. Good question. I'd say over two fifty. I I was gonna say two fifty or three hundreds that number. Because yeah, you're I, once you're hitting into the threes, mid to upper threes, you're covering most. If as an American, mm-hmm. uh, hell, even as a Brit, you're covering most of the large parks within a say a twelve hour, twelve to fifteen hour drive in the states or a flight mm-hmm. um, plus a drive, you know, whatever it is in, in, in Europe, however you're traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, from your base of operations, yeah. So you're you're covering almost every major park, and at that point, you're starting to get picky, um, unless you start traveling abroad. Yep, correct. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I I would have said three hundred too because uh, the thought is like we've taken like we've taken some trips. We were able to hugely increase our coaster counts just by doing one trip down the East Coast. Yeah, And, you know, you think about how many mega parks there are around the United States. I mean, you can string together Kings Island, Cedar Point, uh, Hershey Park, Six Flags Great Adventure, uh, let's say Kings Dominion and Busch Gardens Williamsburg. That's a pretty popular road trip for a lot of people. That's like 75 creds right there. Yep. That, that's a Pro- week. Actually, probably more. Yeah. That's more. Yeah, so, so you're looking that that's a huge amount of your coaster count, and that's just what I said six parks. Yep. So yeah, and you've got. I mean, hell, I'm I'm nearly to 500, and I still mm-hmm. haven't done most of California. Yeah, I've hit Magic Mountain, but I'm still missing about half the creds, and and I've been to knots, but I've, I'm still missing about half the creds. So I mm-hmm. still could have a potential to. Well, I'm going to beat Mark, so that's all that matters. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, 300, you definitely see an increase in difficulty where you you have to put more effort into traveling, whether it's much longer drives or you're starting to fly to places. Um, yep. And then 500 is a completely different story because I've hit that. Marcus is about to hit that. But once you get to like 500, you're really running out of parks in the United States, really North America. Um, I'm Just for me – uh, to add a bit more discussion, I'm missing SeaWorld San Diego, uh, Magic Springs, Wild Adventures, and Frontier City. Those are pretty much – oh, and uh, Maury's Piers, the Jersey Shore. Those are like the five main parks areas that I'm missing uh, in the United States. I've pretty much done everything else. So really, if I'm going to see significant cred counts, it's going to be abroad somewhere. So 500 is another – threshold where you the, the difficulty increases a lot more where now you got to make the jump to international parks there you go agree all right moving on gentlemen let me see what i don't want to finish up some of these good ones uh if you guys could rent out an entire park in the u.s for a stumble which park would it be from good blake good, good blake and a bad blake such a bad kid. Um, there's two <laughs> options. Um, one is Islands of Adventure. Mm-hmm. That's probably the uh, the good one. I would also, well, 
I'd say Cedar Point, but you know, half the rides would still be down. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go Islands of Adventure. You know, I want to say something like Dollywood. <gasps> oh, like because, like, I'm thinking, like, you know, a small park would probably be better for us. But like, we would get bored of like Kentucky Kingdom or something like that within like an hour. So let's let's go something a little bit bigger, but not like the biggest thing out there. So like Dollywood would probably be the next best bet where we'd be able to really dive into it, ride everything, experience everything, go to the shows, eat at all the places. We'd be able to kill pretty much most of a day at Dollywood and still be not bored. Yeah, I would also say um... – to the other side of that, too, um, Silver Dollar City. Well, I would add to that. That's another good one. Yep. I think they have more flats than Dollywood. Maybe. Be, yeah. Maybe. I, I guess it depends. <laughs> All right. Um, Tourist trap in your home state that was actually worth experiencing from Simon. Well, um, what was it? Put in Bay. <laughs> yep, Mark already knows. Putting Bay is a, a town on Lake Erie that is literally just you go there and you drink. <laughs> nice. Yep, that's it. Go there and you drink. I don't know if Texas probably has like a tourist trap town. Like you could probably say like I don't even know. Um. Well, yeah, I, I got nothing. Mark? Well, I know what I'm saying. Greenfield Village in the Henry Ford Museum. It is, well, actually, I, it is high quality. So I don't know if I'd rope it in with a tourist trap, but it's definitely a tourist destination, especially if you're interested in history. Uh, incredible history attraction uh, right here in Dearborn, Michigan. Um, I used to work there. Um is a great place you could spend. I mean, you, you could do it in a couple hours or you could just totally immerse yourself. You could spend a day at both the village and the museum. Um, and if any of you are interested in coming up to visit, let me know. I will join you. I will be your personal tour guide. Um, I'm going to retract my previous statement of Texas, not having any that live up to the hype, uh, the Alamo and the basement <laughs> of the Alamo live up to the hype. The Alamo was 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 fun. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot smaller than you'd think. Oh yeah, it's tiny. Yeah, it's tiny. All right. Oh, this is good. I, oh god, I actually like this song. <laughs> or shit, not song. <laughs> um, question. This is from Carl, among others. Quarrel. Um, Basically, everyone that was at the baseball game. <laughs> okay. What? What's your walk-up song? Now, we were watching the Twins game, and we started to see a bunch of um, – um, or every obviously every player's got their own walk-up song. Now, this is where these questions uh, started. Mm-hmm. Um, I would go probably um, Foo Fighters Run, which is one of my – no, you know what? The, my, uh, the Pretender, Foo, Foo Fighters. Okay. Ooh, I, I love that song. One. 
Mark? Oh, boy. The first one that popped in my head was Little Know-It-All by Iggy Pop and Some 41. Okay. I'm I'm struggling with this one because I, I don't know if I want to, like, shitpost this answer. Like, be real. There's a lot you could choose, man. There's a lot of really good music out there. A lot of really good stuff. But you know what? Um, I'm just going to hit you with this. Dun, 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 dun. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> Damn right. It's better than yours. Yep. I could see you do that very slowly. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> Are you mad at me? A little bit. Are you mad at me right now? A little bit. Okay. I mean, I can't decide right now. I've literally been thinking of this question since you guys were at the game and it was brought up. What? <laughs> um, yeah, I got nothing. There you go. I'll sit post you. All right. Well, I got the next one, obviously. So this is from Gary. I totally understand why Gary is asking this question, Mr. 1200 creds. <laughs> Given the current rate of inflation, how much will Mark charge to rent baby spaghetti for kitty coaster rides? <laughs> uh, that'll be a pint per ride. <laughs> Let's go, boys. There you go. That's cheap. <laughs> okay, Mark, I see you. <laughs> you capitalist, you. <laughs> Let's get it, bud. I'm here for it. I'm proud of you. <laughs> okay. I'll pay up. I'm here for it. Let's do it. All right. Last question. And this one um, um, is something that Matt started to bring up when we were at the stumble. He had a lot of fun with this one. <laughs> he did. He did. He had alternate universes for everything into the uh, into the Rick and Morty universe. Uh, but which coaster multiverse would you like to live in? I would like to live in one where all the very good, but gone too early parks and roller coasters lived in some place in Montana that you could go and visit after they're retired, (laughs) like a Florida for coasters. That's my, (laughs) that's my, so, so you could go. So, so, so you could go ride Drakenfire. You can go ride Eagle Fortress. You can go ride all the, you know, the, the um, Crystal Beach Cyclone. Astro World as a whole was relocated to Montana. Yeah, there's plenty of space up there. They, can we, they, can we just end the episode right now. I have nothing. Oh my god, <laughs> that is incredible. No, I, so I was gonna say, I, I think someone said this already. Uh, in the Discord, the the multiverse, it's the universe where Excalibur was built at Cedar Point and Gemini was built at Valley Fair. There you go. But adding on to it, we also said this this past weekend, there definitely has to be cheese. Because if this was a multiverse where cheese didn't exist, fuck it. We need cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can all use some cheese. I'm down. I'm here for it. All right. I'll All play. Right. I'll play your stupid game. Oh. <laughs> I'll play your stupid game. <sighs> I want to live in the multiverse 
were Jersey Mike's builds, so Jersey Mike's coaster. And the track is literally painted to be a Jersey Mike sub on the Jersey Shore. (laughs) (laughs) That is part one. Part two (laughs) is I... Cedar Point has good operations. I don't know. Like, clearly that's not in any multi... That's probably not a feasible multiverse to get to. So, um, give me the Jersey Mike's coaster. There you go. I'm here for it. Maury's Piers, where you at? Let's go. You know they do it. God, All right, boys. Hilarious. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, boys. It's been a hell of a long episode. We've talked about a lot of <laughs> shit. First time we record on a Monday in fucking forever. Uh all right, sluts. It's been Goodbye. fun. Mike, I got a piece so 16 bad. Days. Right. <laughs> Sixteen days. Sixteen days. Bye.